It's now time for the world of Roe with your host, Roe. All right, everyone, go ahead, sit back, relax, crank up that audio level to the highest decibel because you are listening to the World of Roe podcast. We're going to get into one hour of audio greatness that features intimate interviews and personal journeys with fellow podcasters, musicians, my personal mentors, people out there in the DIY culture. A couple of great ways that you can help out this podcast is by going to iTunes and some doing the rate review and subscribe you can also subscribe on acast and stitcher radio tell your friends tell your coworkers, tell somebody with a high five or somebody out when you're in line getting that coffee let them know about this amazing podcast because without your support this cannot be the most amazing podcast even though it already is so without further ado let's go ahead and start the show yeah so okay this week is uh, clayton rodriguez on the podcast um i had already had this you know monologue recorded and um, I decided to redo it because, one, I have a new intro now. Special thanks to a ghost voice on Twitter for helping me out with that intro. And I hope you like it. We dig in the sound. That's Fauna Noir, uh, my friend Will Taylor, providing the music. Shout out to those guys. And this is going to be a good episode. You're going to hear a lot of um, a lot of uh, motivational talk and things that inspired both Clayton and myself. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy the the exchange that we have, the laughter, I guess you could say. And um, we'll go ahead and start that episode, and then we'll catch you guys on the other end. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Yeah, man. Uh, so, uh, Clayton, what's going on, man? How are you? Dude, doing great, well. Yeah, man. Good to have you on the show. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, man, it's exciting. I've been looking forward to it. I've been following the project since you got it started. Yeah. And uh, I think it should be fun. Yeah. So, um, my dear listeners, Clayton is a, a good friend of mine. I've known him for a couple of years. He's always been kind of like a mentor to me, uh, whether it was in the the job sector or what have you. Um, but I'm, I, I've always, I've always taken, I've always had a lot of respect and I've always taken a shine to you since the first time I met you. And, um, I know you, you do a lot, you have a lot of things going on and you're a, an avid golfer. I know that just like, a, I'm not avid. I'm kind of a novice, I would say, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I, I just, I, I don't, you know what I mean? I, I, I have a lot of respect for you and I'm, I'm glad that you, you took the time to come on and talk with me and, um, talk about some things that you got going on and whatever you go wherever it goes man so again thanks for being on so uh i guess um well i mean how what's going on in your world i know you're out in houston texas yeah man uh out in houston now uh moved out here for work uh and you know it's it's been good uh i'm enjoying it got a lot of freedom uh in what i do to kind of chase some creative projects i actually just came off of a a two-day shoot at our regional kickoff event where we're actually producing a movie um oh nice for it so something that we can deliver back to our our company uh to show what it was all about uh really highlight a lot of the uh, things that we've got going on for this year so it's been a really cool way that i could work with some very creative folks that work for the company that um that I work for and and really highlight their talents outside of what they normally get to do. Uh, So it's going to be really neat, good opportunity for us all to, to grow and show that creative side. Very cool, man. And is, so exactly you're, are you producing? Are you, what are you, are you filming? What, what exactly? Uh, I was, I guess for lack of a better word, I was the director. The director. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I got people that that were way smarter than I am uh, (laughs) that uh, have, degrees in filmmaking and uh have worked for the nfl for uh, for, excuse me work for nfl films and uh, these guys really know what they're doing to really make uh the product that we're looking for so it's it's exciting you're basically in the director's chair but you're working with a whole bunch of people that have had a lot of experience doing this and you said some people from the nfl well one of the guys that uh, i recruited for the project he's actually a um experienced uh I guess he's an experienced videographer and editor 
and he was in a role for a while with NFL Films, and he was um, so he was able to jump on the project with us, and um, he's got some great experience. So it's really cool. It was a pleasure working with these guys. Yeah. So are you, is, is this something that you're doing that's more for like the, the work related thing? Or are you trying to venture out and do like your own thing and try other, op, you know, projects and whatnot? Well, this right here is a, it's, it's a work project, but it's really, okay. it's helping me to understand where my skill sets are so that I can really start right. working on my own personal projects. And I've got some ideas and some cool things from a, you know, like a vlog standpoint, um, because I work in an office and, right. you know, having that cube life can be a little bit monotonous. And so I think that there's an opportunity there for highlighting kind of what it's like in an office setting, uh, but having uh, some fun yes. with it. Right. So is it, so you're trying to do like kind of like an office space thing or something? Not necessarily office space, but just really <laughs> talking to, there's just like you're doing, uh, honestly, it, there's so many interesting people in the world and, we don't get to really see them. All we ever hear about is the famous people, uh, people that have, you know, maybe gotten notoriety for doing a couple of things here and there. And, and so people are always wanting to chase after these people who are in the media to hear what they're doing. And, but in actuality, there's successful people that we don't even know exist uh, out there. And right. And you and I both know a, t a tremendous amount of people that, they don't, they don't have blogs. They don't have social media followings. They don't have TV shows, but they're damn interesting and they're damn successful. And we can learn a lot from these type of people. Right. I agree. That's a, that's, that's a pretty, that's a pretty interesting point. And I think, you know, that's kind of like where you're, 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 you're venturing out, you're trying something, but then you're kind of like, well, I'm developing these skill sets to try something like my own thing, but have fun while doing it. And it's kind of like, you know, getting off your butt and just doing it yourself kind of thing. Exactly. And you know, I'm, I'm grateful and I'm in this good position to where I've, I'm, I'm really getting paid to develop things that aren't my job. Uh, and I've got a lot of freedom to be able to explore new things that are benefiting the company, but are benefiting me in a way that, uh, you know, I can really have some fun on the side. Yeah, and th and that's awesome, man. That that's the that's the thing that I was going for, and um, you know, growing growing to that 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 you know that stage where I'm having fun, creatively flowing, and adventuring out and trying things because I'm like you said, you're learning like I like you, I'm learning things about myself that I'm able to do, or you, what I thought was once impossible to do is something actually possible possible to accomplish and you know the thing is that and i mean well like i said and we've actually and we've known each other more than two years now i mean it's yeah god it's three years three or four years right well, yeah. i mean, that was like 2011 when we first met i think yeah yeah you know yeah we did meet in 2011 i think it was just kind of like on the surface right and then we had the opportunity to work together and then um yeah i mean we're, we're going on like five years of knowing each other which is pretty crazy yeah definitely um, man and, but the thing i think is really interesting you know you've got this creative side i've got a creative side and unfortunately some of the the time frame that we were growing up being creative wasn't cool uh having right. and, and unfortunately i think a lot of us got sucked into this mindset of oh you got to do you got to do this or you got to do that and i i was reflecting back recently i was like i loved making movies and videos back in high school and, and it was something that i did i had multiple camcorders we were always doing stuff and for some reason you know i don't know what happened or i can't put my finger on it but that just didn't seem like the right thing to do anymore uh and so it you know it took me you know, basically 10 years to rediscover a passion uh that i had yeah and and you're right i mean i growing up for myself i always felt that i was intertwined in this um in this sports realm or something I'm, I'm limited, like I'm not limited acceptance, but this, 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 or what, what, like you were, like you were talking about. And the, as time progressed, I noticed that I've changed a lot in the way I see things or how I do things. 
And I, I think that that attributes to just getting older. <laughs> but well, exactly. And I think that you know the moment that you realize that it's really funny because like when we're younger, we're always trying to fight. Like you don't want to be weird. You don't want to be the strange person. But as we develop and and grow older and mature a little bit, I think a lot of us discovered this a while ago. But everybody's weird. Honestly, there's someone's got right. something weird about them. Everybody does. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I. I think it's, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, I think the other, just a, a case in point, I don't know if people consider this weird, but one thing that, um, man, I, maybe it's just cool to have knowledge or hidden knowledge of certain things. And one thing that I always throw somebody, uh, one of my good friends off is that I can tell him, he, he can mention something about a specific movie and I can mention a random fact or this or that. So every time something comes on or, or there's this movie on, he's just like, okay, we're all tell us what's the random thing of this one or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, I can actually tell you that this, 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 this. Oh man, you, how do you do that? How do you, how do you mean, how do you like obtain that knowledge and it stays with you? I, I said, I have no idea. That's just something. But anyway, I mean, but I mean, there's more obscure things than that, obviously, but I mean, just, just a, a case in point and you know as this thing goes and continues to grow hopefully it's just uh it becomes a uh, I don't know something awesome I guess is the word I'm trying to well, say and I mean with I mean obviously with the internet and the way that everything's working now we've we've got so much opportunity we can pretty quite pretty much do anything you want to do you've got the opportunity to connect and I mean you and I are two different cities I mean we're a couple hundred miles apart and we're able to sync up, create uh, something really cool together to share some perspective with uh, the rest of the world and whoever wants to check it out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And um, I, and it was like you said, everything is out there for us to be able to do. I mean, nowadays, I mean, I, I still haven't created a website, but nowadays you can do things off of Squarespace. Now I know you pay monthly for it, but you have the ability to do that. Um, if you wanted to do your own vlog, I mean, YouTube has that. I mean, there's just everything is just e out there. Like you mentioned, like you said, like you're saying, easy to use, easy to 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 get access to. And it's not as hard as every, as it's perceived to be. No. And I mean, creating uh, for, I think, all intents and purposes used to be difficult. Uh, now with technology, with software and technology, I mean, it's it's easy. Uh, you can flat out make movies and films right from your phone if you want to uh, right there's the barrier of entry is all but diminished in so many things and so the real key to it is just getting off your ass and doing it and right i think that's that's a great example of what you've done here is you said i want to oh, do you. this so i'm gonna do it yeah and you know <laughs> it, you know the funny funny thing about that it took me um, you know, I would say like two and a half years to get off my ass and do it. But because what happened was, and if you, and most people, and if people are listening to this and you're wanting to start something and you think it's hard, it's not as hard as you, as you imagine it to be. So a good example is this situation starting this podcast, uh, 2013, you know, 2012, I'm listening to one of my favorite podcasts and I'm thinking to myself, well, this guy's talking and they're BSing and they're having a good time. I can easily do this. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's, it's not, uh, not something that, uh, is not something that, that's a unattainable, right? So or whatever. And then I'm I'm going through this, looking it up, how to start it, and I'm I'm just wow, okay. So I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta make a website. I don't even know how to do webs, you know, coding or this or HTML. I mean, I did it one time in high school just because it was a, a requirement for my my high school education requirement thing, just to fill the credit. And I put it off, right? I just put it off. And then the more you venture into it and the more you look into it and you kind of, you, it goes away for a few months. And then, and a lot of it has to be because I was scared to do it on, I was scared to do it on my I, own. I think that that, that whole, like, I don't know, that, that feeling inside your gut, that voice in your head that's saying, ah, you won't be able to do this. Like you're all, I think that until you can overcome that voice and you do it and you're like, man, that wasn't that hard. That That's the big thing. And I think that between you and I and whoever else is listening to this podcast, if you got something that, that you're afraid to do, just do it. There's, there's no reason not to, and there's no reason to regret, to regret, you know, man, you know, I wish I would have started a podcast, you know, this time ago, people want to find something. There's a niche for everything and it doesn't matter what it is. Just 
just do it. And that's the right. thing I think is amazing about being creative. And uh, there's a platform for everybody now. Right, exactly. And growing up, I remember, and I think, and I don't know how you felt about it growing up, but for you, um, with me, the creative thing was where you had, and this is limited, like when you're in school, the, the thing that they told me was, hey, you have to take art, that's creative. Or you have to be in, or not, I don't even, I didn't consider band to be creative. I didn't think anything was creative except for art, like drawing, painting. And God knows I couldn't do that. I knew I couldn't do that. I tried and I just wasn't Picasso or I wasn't somebody who had that skill set to do that. So I stuck, I stayed in sports or playing whatever it was, playing high school basketball or whatever I did. And as I, as I got older, I found a different type of way to be successful in my own way. Well, and then I think you make a good point about like those perceptions of what is creative, what is not creative. And these things from a public school standpoint that most all of us have been subjected to. And when we were in, in school and so we were placed into these very general groups to say, all right, this is, this is art. This is how art works. Here's this, you know, this is each subject was that way. Um, and so having a perspective that was, that's different from that, it's, it probably took a little bit of time for you to develop outside of that. I, I know it did for me too, you know, just growing up, I'm like, wait a second, that's not how I learned it in school. Right. And learning that, Hey, not everything you learn in school is the way it is. Right. And, and, and yes, it took me a while of, to figure to figure out what I could be good at or what I couldn't be at. And and schools subjected us to that. Well, you can't really do that because you have you got to do this or you know what I mean. And 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 I and, and I'm sure it's still happening. But growing up for me, it, it definitely felt that way. But I mean, speaking of you know the growing up thing, are you are you from San Antonio? Or are you from you're from Kerrville, yeah, right? Kerrville. I grew up there. Okay, so you you went to the same high school Johnny Menzel went to um, sister school. I mean, we we're I, I went to Ingram High School, which is I don't know, like ten minutes down the road. It's like two two towns that bump right up against each other. Okay, so it was a small town. Oh yeah, no, my uh, yeah. one of my one of my great friends, uh, her family is actually like best friends with the Manzels. They they live in Kerrville, but they have season tickets to uh, the Browns, and you know they. Every time there's a home game, they in Cleveland they they fly up, they go to the games, hang out with the Manzels. Like it's it's really funny how um, how close their family is. It's you know that six degrees of separation. I'm you know what two degrees on that one. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna have like a Kevin Bacon story that six degrees of separation. I was gonna tell you with <laughs> Kevin Bacon somehow because <laughs> uh, every I remember one time my. Uh, a, a old supervisor of mine gave me the Kevin Bacon six degrees of separation story and how he tied into all these actors. And he said, you can take any actor and it can tie into Kevin Bacon somehow. And I was like, anyway, that I was just, yeah. Pokemon. I've heard that one. But and it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It is a good one. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I, it was, it was interesting because it, it he tied them all together and I, I was just shocked because he's been in everything, but I mean, Kevin Bacon's like, 60 years old or i don't know how old he is now it's crazy how old he is i still picture him as this young guy but anywho um uh and 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 you know you're talking about manzel i mean i don't i try i'm, I'm trying to venture out from sports but i just wanted to bring that conversation and just because we have that other podcast where we talk about sports and um i i, I you know just to kind of say this I, I really hope johnny finds his way and i know he's kind of going through some tough times right now but um or whatever it is that he's going through. Hopefully he figures it out. But I was just curious. So being young, young, having money and doing all that, it's, uh, he's just doing what every other, you know, 23, 24 year old, 22 year olds doing just, he's got, you know, he's got a lot of money behind it. So he's going to have some more fun there. It's not like, I mean, it's crazy. It's just what young people do. Uh, A little spotlight makes it look different. You know, and the media is kind of overhyping it a little bit. We'll see. I, I mean, I, I don't know a whole lot about football, but I think it would be interesting to see, you know, where he ends up or if he goes anywhere. Right. Yeah. Um. So I guess so. Gr- growing up in Kerrville, is it about what twenty thousand people? Um. Yeah, I think you know combined. I mean, the town I grew up in was like Ingram is like 
I don't know, a couple thousand and it's about 40,000, 45,000 population combined with the oh, two. Okay. Okay. So small, small area, just kind of like, I mean, I, I grew up in a smaller town, but, um, it's 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 really i mean i don't know how it was for i mean you were talking about growing up and doing all these things and i was just you know kind of going back to that um in, in these smaller towns i don't know how it was for bigger cities because i can't i mean i didn't go to school in a bigger city but it really and you're talking you know this creative mindset and creative finding your creative niche niche if you will um you you find yourself almost like they're branding you and i i want to say branding but they're almost kind of like placing you where you where they think you should be but and you're kind of i mean i don't know if you're catching what i'm trying to say but it's like they're it's uh you're, you're almost ex- right right and and even i guess in today's world it's almost the same thing and you kind of have to you know whether it's um whether it's podcasting or blogging or vlogging or this making a plan or meal prepping or working out or finding your own workout routine and sharing it. I mean, there's millions of ways to do that. And, um, so this, you know, you, you were talking about this project of yours, what is it going to typically, you know, entail? I mean, what, I know you said it was like a vlog. What are you going to focus on primarily? Do you know, or do you have an idea? Um, I guess really my, my focus is just trying to find interesting people that have unique perspectives that could be helpful to other people. Um, I mean, an example of this, I've got one of my good buddies, um, his name's uh, Javier, and he recently, uh, well, six months ago, he he decided to quit his job. He's like, you know what, this isn't the direction I want. He'd been with the company for, gosh, 10, eh, not 10 years, about eight years, he'd been with the same company. And he was, he just didn't see growth. And he said, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I uh, took six months off, went and did some traveling, got some perspective. Uh, and I mean, at this point, he's 31-ish. So he, he decided, which is a really scary thing for a lot of people. He said, I'm going to make a change. Went out there, found something that's completely different than he's already doing. Uh, and he's, he's killing it. Uh, he, he started uh, at the beginning of, 2016 and he's rocking uh he's took all that experience uh negative and positive and is really changing it into something amazing at what he's doing now and so folks like that i, I want to find them and capture their story in a in an easy to view way uh so that maybe other people can be inspired to to jump out of their cube and and go find what they really want to do yeah that's a good idea, man. I mean, I, I, that's, that's really, that's a, that's a really good project because a lot of people are probably, you know, if they list, they watch or listen, they, they either, they're either in a rut or they find some sort of inspiration out of something. And that sounds like it could be a very inspiring project and to motivate people. And at the same time, you're having fun and motivating yourself to do it. And it's, it's, that's a, that's a, that's a an awesome idea. I mean, I, I hope it uh, it takes off, and you know, you can find the. I don't know if it's a random person, but find somebody that you know what I mean that you can, you know, talk about and things like that. Were you gonna do like a like a website kind of thing, or were you? Uh, you know, I'm. I really want to capture. I love the idea of capturing video and and being able to post that. I mean, I, I my goal my outline is to really be more YouTube based. Uh, but okay. it, this, the format could change because not all the time would I be able to be on site shooting alongside that person and, and recording. Uh, so it might be a combination of podcasts uh, and vlogs. And so it's, I'm still fine tuning those, I guess, logistical uh, types of things that go into it. Yeah. And, but the, I mean, you go, you you said a good point. I mean, that there can be a motivation factor and there's so many people out there that are like in that rut or they don't necessarily feel like they're in the right direction. And kind of going back to my point earlier, there's so many people out there that we look to, uh, for motivation that are maybe famous that are successful, but there's a little bit of a disconnect, uh, from my experience and, 
being at a point that's more of a starting point and then being at the top. There's not really a lot that you can look to that's like, well, what do I do when I'm in the middle? Or what do I do on that first couple of steps? And being able to look at someone that's had the experience that was in more of a, an entry level or step one or two or three in a job progression and a career progression and decided to make a change. I think that that could be a little bit more realistic uh, from a motivational standpoint. It says, well, this guy is, you know, this guy's got a million followers on YouTube, um, but yeah, it's easy for him to say, oh, just do this. Or, you know, for someone to try to copy what they're doing. But if we can really get down to the nuts and bolts of someone who's been through a hard time, maybe someone that got fired and someone that uh, was able to turn that experience into a new success. That is what I really feel is powerful and something that uh, people are going to be able to to latch on to and find motivation in. Yeah. That that's a really good point. And a lot of people, and I mean, I've been fortunate enough to not say that I've ever been fired from a job, but, or, you know, made a change like that. But there's a lot of people that have made those changes from a, you know, just from a a termination standpoint or, you know, leaving whatever they were doing. And they went from that environment, which is an easily, easily way to just focus on the negative and and, uh, you know, it just kind of send you the, the wrong way, but you can easily, I mean, there, it can go two ways. Right. And it's real easy to go the negative way because that's, that's just what that's, that's just the neg- negative nature is easy to feel positive is always seems like it's the uphill, right? People always remember one time I was listening to a podcast or something and the negative, the negative stuff always stays with you. The positive stuff doesn't, you know, you always remember the negative more than the positive, which is crazy to, to me sometimes, even though I deal with it on a, I mean, I, I, think it's just I a, know where that's coming it's from. It's a weird human nature thing. It, it, it really is. But if you go, if you can take that into the positive way, man, it's, you know, possible, you know, lots of possibilities. It, it can happen. I mean, you can easily make it, something where you where you can be quite successful you can turn that negative into a positive you know i I think that it's it's very very possible and i i really like the idea it sounds sounds very exciting man i I hope that um i can partake and and help out or any can in any kind of way and um um just the the whole the whole it's it's not about the i mean obviously the success yes you want the success to be there but it's always about that journey taking getting there you know it's like step i remember when i was here and you know whatever you know you can remember each step or kind of like a diary or you know whatever you know what i mean absolutely and it's it's funny because i think that so many times we we look and ask people you know what what do i need to do to to be successful what do i need to do to to get that promotion what do i need to do to you know find the right job whatever it is and so but it's different for everybody and i think that being able to to find real examples and things that aren't too far detached is the most important part because uh, I think that there can be some, depending on how far away you are from where the person is that, that that's asking, uh, that basis of reality is going to be different. Um, so that's really what it's going to be all about. And um, I mean, it's still in its kind of infancy, but you know, I, I really want to be able to share something different with the world. And it, for all I know, there could be you know 50 people that are already doing something like this, but you know, and I, I hope to be able to find people that have a better, better uh, experience and better perspective that uh, can really help some folks. Yeah. And, you know, I think you've already, you've already kind of started that, you know, where you're, you know, the, you know, starting the planning, the progression of it. And there probably is maybe 50, 60, whatever, how many people are doing it. I mean, it's the same thing with, with this. I think you just have to find something that's different. That's, that's different. That's yours. That's different from everyone else's because everyone can make the same thing. But at the same time, if you had do it a little differently or you have your own little, your own little, your own little stamp on it or your imprint, it's going to make it stand out more. Well, and I think one thing that's uh, will probably help me, a little bit in this is, uh, I mean, obviously talking about it right now, throwing it out there to the world, that also helps with a little bit of uh, motivation uh, to right, get right, a product definitely. out there. When you when you call yourself out on creating something, uh, it, it really helps to actually follow through with that. Right, 
right the whole the whole thing is this you're you can talk about it and talk about it and talk about it but if you don't if you don't take that first step then you're like okay now it's it's real so and yes that is totally uh, yeah i i I 100% agree with you on that one. I think when we first started our other, uh, the other podcast, Pick and Row, uh, we were already recording, and then it was just like, okay, well, how do we do this? Okay, we figure out the next step. Okay, well, let's make a Facebook page, even though Facebook doesn't really help us quite as much. Okay, well, let's make a Twitter account. Let's make an Instagram. Once you get all that stuff going, okay, so we're we're really going with this. Let's get the ball moving. And once you do that. And once you do your, you know, you if you create a YouTube channel or whatever it is, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not making reference to you like that. I'm just saying we have a YouTube channel that I don't use because there's not a whole lot in it for me at the moment. Although I should maybe do little videos here and there that might be a little fun. But once you start that process of getting the name out, I mean, it definitely changes everything. No, absolutely, and it's it's good it's good promotion, and uh, it's something I'm looking forward to, but. I want to, I guess, shift gears a little bit. You said something shift earlier when we started that really, it, it kind of, it got my, it, it reminded me of something you said that, um, I guess that he had kind of shined off me and it reminded me, I actually watched this like ridiculously cool, uh, documentary mm-hmm. called, uh, I think it was called room one, one twenty four or one twenty eight. Okay. It was one twenty four. room one twenty four or one. I can't remember, but it's about The Shining. Okay. It's, I don't know. Have you seen? Have you watched that movie recently? I haven't. You know what? I haven't seen it in a while. I know it's on Netflix. I've been wanting to watch it, um, but I have seen it. It's just I haven't seen it all in one sitting. I've seen pieces here and pieces there, but yeah, I, 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 I yeah, I, I, for the most part, I've seen it. Yes. So I, I would, uh, I would definitely tell you sit down, watch that movie. It is freaking uh it is really really cool uh it's from a a creative standpoint it is um i don't know stanley kubrick is a a genius and i actually like from this from the from the perspective of the documentary about the shining i mean it talks about all this stuff that is built in and the symbolism and some really crazy stuff that I, I didn't even know about, or some of it's kind of maybe conspiracy, um, but it's really interesting on what's out there and things that you don't, on, things that you don't maybe not see until um, someone brings it to, to light. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm a big uh, Stanley Kubrick fan myself. I mean, I just, I know that I, I mean, I've read, okay. So I, I've gone to IMDb and read about him just because, there are movies that I like that that he's done. Now, obviously, they're a bit twisted in their own little way. I mean, but I mean, he why not? That's the way he was. You go there. But one thing that I read about him, you know, the way he approached things and the way he did things was he was just very much that of a perfectionist. I mean, the guy just take. I mean, I think well, the Full Metal Jacket. There were talk. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. I mean, we're, I'm going to make a Full Metal Jacket reference, but he had. Um, it took them like four or five years to, or not four or five years. It took them like two years to, to do that movie. I mean, it was so long. Have you seen full metal oh, jacket? Yeah. It's okay. one of the, one of the best ever. The the yeah. first, I guess the first um, act of the movie is yes. one of my favorites of all <laughs> any movie by far. Right. Right. I mean, so the, the movie, the, from what I, from what I should, just because it, he's just so demanding the way he does things, it took him, like uh it took him the two years but it took it was so long that matthew mcconaughey's wife i mean not matthew mcconaughey matthew modine's mm-hmm. wife had announced that she was pregnant and by the time the movie was done the daughter her their baby or i don't know if it was a boy or a girl was six to eight months old i mean that's how <laughs> long it took but i mean dude i mean that's just the way he worked i mean even an eyes wide shut i mean they Dude, that movie, I thought it was, I mean, it's a very weird movie, but I thought that movie was filmed in New York. But, I mean, the guy filmed it in England, and they built a set to look like New York, or they they did some things to make the parts of where they filmed that to look like New York. And I'm just like, wow, I never knew that. But, I mean, the guy is demanding imperfection, which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that he he's a, he's a badass director. He was a badass director for a reason, and I think that each person has their way of doing things. And that's a perfect example. Oh yeah. No. And the documentary is called room two, three, two thirty seven. Uh, okay. And that's on Netflix. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Or is it, it's, I mean, 
definitely worth a watch. Um, okay. I mean, my favorite, like <laughs> my favorite little conspiracy thing, conspiracy theory on that is um, that a lot of the symbolism on there was he was calling out the U S government because they had, uh, he was the one that filmed the, uh, I guess the fake moon landing. Um, oh, so like, they're like, oh, you know, we went to the moon, but he's the person. He actually did all of the filming for the, I guess, what was seen on TV, um, so that it looked really good. And so there's, it's really funny when you look at it. And there's all this weird symbolism in there, and like two three seven, it's actually two hundred thirty seven million miles to the moon. And you know, there's like this Apollo eleven um, sweater that uh, the kids wearing in there. And it's just, it was really funny to to see how people pieced these things together to say, oh. This is Stanley Kubrick saying that, you know, I did the moon filming and, you know, screw the U.S. government for, you know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. I mean, cause see, I, I had read about the conspiracy theory about the moon landing. I didn't know he, he made a mock version of it. I had no idea well, that, that's, that, that that's was... a conspiracy theory. Oh, that's a conspiracy. Oh, is, okay. That, that okay, has okay. not been confirmed nor, <laughs> you know, by anybody that was just in the documentary. It's one of the things they talk about. Um, that I just thought was really funny. It's like, well, let me put the pieces of this together and <laughs> and take this rumor and make it make it fit. And so there's there's a bunch of stuff in there like that that's really interesting. Wow. So um, what what are your? I mean, obviously, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that that's a conspiracy? Because there's millions of conspiracies out there, man, that people have or theories that they have behind certain things. Um, I mean, personally, I love conspiracy theories. I think that they're fun. Um, do you put a lot of merit in them? No. Uh, but there are some funky, funky things out there from time to time that the explanations provided are not that good. You know? Yeah. About. So, you know, I, 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 I like to think about things from a different perspective and sometimes those conspiracy theories can definitely uh, fulfill that need. Yeah. And, and, and yes, that's the, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, just the other day, I mean, you're, we're talking documentaries. I watched the, um, I was watching the chat when it was not challenger, the Columbia mm-hmm. documentary about the show. I haven't seen that one. Oh man, dude. It was, um, I don't, I don't know what happened. I, cause I had seen, I don't know why I, I got tuned into this. I, I think it was because I saw, um, this documentary where they were putting the, um, okay. It was, it's challenger Columbia and the atlantis okay so they were putting atlantis in the uh Sismo- smith Smo- smithsonian there because it did his it, that it did, the shuttle did its last mission a few years ago so they showed this documentary on how they were on how they were getting it to um you know getting it there and, and they mentioned the you know the the challenger the challenger disaster and then the columbia disaster so the, the columbia and, was the most recent one right yes it was yes there was even and, there was some conspiracy theories about that one yeah, I, I mean, but well, this—I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But on this documentary, they they talk about how how it happened and how when they entered the the Earth's atmosphere, what caused it. And I had no idea because when it happened, you know, I wasn't really into watching the news. I mean, I to this day, I kind of still am not into watching the news only with certain things. Well, I but, mean, at that time, you know, I mean, you and I would have been like what in late teens. I think I was sixteen or seventeen when that happened. Yeah, I think I was like. 20 i think i can't remember um but uh they were i mean anyway i remember a coworker that i you know for that worked in a in a different store at the time because i was working at sam goody at the time and she was talking about how some of the you know some of the the remains of the the shuttle were in nacogdoches and i was just wow because i know when it entered the earth's atmosphere like right around texas is when it started to disintegrate well the thing is in the documentary they said a piece of foam no bigger than the size i think it was like the size of a briefcase maybe a little bit bigger bigger than a briefcase when the when the shuttle was was descending or when it was about to not descending i mean when it was about to take off from the uh from the you know the man i can't even the shuttle from the launch station the piece of foam hit the hit the shuttle which caused a gap or an opening so that so so when they hit when they broke into the atmosphere, I mean, I hate to go all geeky and tech talk with this, but but the like it the the heat and everything caused it. That's what caused it to happen. At least that's according to that documentary, anyway. Yeah, it, it's. I just I remember. I don't know. Like, 
it was funny because I remember my my boss at the time when I was gosh, sixteen or seventeen, uh, working at a you know pizza restaurant. <laughs> this guy was kind of crazy, but he was like, he's like, ah, this is government. They blew this shuttle up. Yeah. They're up there doing something they weren't supposed to be. I yeah. was like, that's cool. the first place you go. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's. I guess it's you know if you want to have fun and think about it that way. He's like, but it's like it's probably a technical error that happened. It's you know space travel. All that stuff's pretty complicated. Um, yeah. You don't have to go straight conspiracy theory on it. Yeah, you know, and I think it. I mean, there's just there's just so much there's so much time, and they have so much focus, and so much they they put a lot of time into that to make sure that it works and everything goes accordingly. And it's just it's just amazing. I mean, okay, so I was so <laughs> I was so mesmerized with it because of the fact that hey, man, they're they're going to space, they're doing all these things. That is awesome. I mean how do you do that? How, how does one accomplish that? Or how did somebody walk on the moon or is there really life on Mars kind of thing? So anyway, I, I went through my, my moment there where all I wanted to do was read about space and then I kind of got over it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think it's fun to read, to read about things and learn about it as much as you can. And I don't know. I, I like to, and that's one reason I also like the conspiracy theories because I like to learn a lot and learning all sides of it and learning the different perspectives and and that also helps me in just everyday life to be curious about things and um, right. to, just to seek the, not necessarily like seek the truth, if you will, but to seek out all the possibilities that or something has to it so that I can determine for myself my own perspective. Right. And have your own opinion on it. Definitely. I, I totally agree where you're coming from on that. And I think there's a lot of people who are just... And every time it's funny because I, I mean, when I see things and I see people following and doing things that, you know, not thinking for themselves or not being independent thinkers and whatever, I always kind of do the, I'm like, so you're a sheep basically. And, and I'm making reference to 1984 because, <laughs> or, or not 19, not, not, not 1984, Animal Farm. Because yep. I remember Animal Farm and I remember my English teacher was just like, you know, well, you're, I'm this, there's different types of categories and this and this. And she's like, well, I'm just a sheep. And she would always say I'm a sheep bat. And she would always kind of make a joke about it. But I think that, um, I, I, you, you should, everyone should go into, you know, having their own opinion. So read about it, watch, listen, whatever. And it's kind of, and, and it kind of goes back in, you know, we're going to come full circle back kind of doing this whole, uh, you know, whether you're doing your own project and things like that, you, you can't have an opinion about it. And you, and it's not, it's not like it's impossible to do until you figure out, figure out for yourself. Well, exactly. And the thing is, it's so easy to, to just follow along or to just take one perspective. And if we just, you know, follow exactly what they say in the news, that's just one piece of the story. Uh, There's going to be different sides and different angles. And and really when it, comes down to it it's just whatever i i don't i seldom see 100 percent. like here's the facts this yeah. is the story um i mean there's always going to be i think there's a little bit of a twist on it so and having the ability to and learning to look at things from different angles uh just helps in everything and it also helps with you know projects like you know this that you're working on things that i'm i'm working on because if I just listen to what everybody says or that, oh, that's not a good idea or, um, you know, podcasts are something that no one listens to or, you know, vlogs are only for people that have large followings, then you're never going to do it. Um, and so I think you have to really, you have to be able to analyze yourself from different perspectives. Right. And, you know, it's it's amazing to me. Um, do you, so let me ask you real quick, and I have a good, good story about this I was going to get into. Um do you do you yourself listen to a lot of podcasts? I listen to a few. Um, there's one I've, I've I've really enjoyed recently. I mean, it's a it's a popular one, but it's uh, stuff okay. you should know. I've I've enjoyed listening to that one. You said stuff you should mm-hmm. know. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, very cool. Um, there, you know, I know podcasting has been around since like 2009. Or something oh, like that. It goes and, back farther than that, man. Does it really? Oh yeah, it uh, it it goes back a while, um, but wow. it it had kind of a, a lull and, and fell off for a few years. Um, but in the last, it seems like in the last two or three years, it's even more. The last 
year or two, it's been much more popular. Oh yeah, it's it's blown up, man. I mean, um, when I first I, when I first got my my iPhone, you know, or back in well my iPhone four, I remember because they that's or when you did iOS four or something like that, they introduced mm-hmm. the um, the podcast app, and I had no idea what that was, so I never really paid attention. And a friend of mine at the time, I would always. I copied, so I was one of those people, right, where I had my CDs and I converted them to the MP3 format and I did it, you know, synchronize, you know, synced it to iTunes and transferred from my iTunes to my phone. I did all those things and I was so dead set on playing all my music because I, I spent all the money on those CDs. I mean, 50% off or whatever the discount was at Sam Goody or 40% off, I think is what it was. Um, off CDs was kind of like, okay, well, I got to get my money's worth out of it, even though I spent a lot, you know, I bought lots of anyway. So she was uh, she was saying, and I and it was like a coworker at the time. She said you should listen to podcasts, and I said why? She said, well, you would you would love them. There's lots of shows or audio shows that you can you can listen to, and you might find something you like, and you would I think you would really like it because you like comedy, you like all this stuff, and and I'm just like I'm not gonna waste my time. I mean, I have my iPhone, I have my music, I'm good. So I kind of like you know dismissed it, and then. A few years pass, and I finally, I, I think I got my iPhone 5, and I said, and I saw it on there, because, you know, they now they're pre-installed, mm-hmm. and I was just like, let me find out what this is all about, and I found, well, I found this one show, I was really into pro wrestling, and they had this one podcast, and I went to, I know, it's crazy, I listened to it, and I was like, hey, this is kind of cool, and this guy's got his own show that they're interviewing, let me find find out, and so that's how I got hooked on it, and it those years and years and then you find out that there's so many other amazing shows but for a while there the hook was just on pro, for professional wrestler podcasts but now i found out you know hey the sclar brothers have a podcast hey the 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 mark maron's got an amazing podcast or hey they're serial or whatever you know what i mean you, you or these other independent so podcasters have this genres out there and anything that interests you you could find something on it doesn't matter if it's you know if it's you know, tools, if it's hardware, if it's, you know, yeah. building, if it's, you know, leadership, if it's wine, if it's sports, there's, there's a platform for everybody, you know, talking you know, back to what we were talking about earlier. It's, it's an easy outlet. And before to have your voice heard, you know, 10 years ago, uh, you yeah, had to have definitely. a TV show, a radio show, you had to have syndication. Now it doesn't matter. You can start talking about what you want to talk about. And as long as there are people interested, uh, people are gonna are gonna listen to it. People are gonna share it, and there's a great way that we can connect. And you know, just things like you and I talking today. I mean, there's points on this that people can really use, or might think are funny, or who knows. Uh, but there's a platform for it. Yeah, definitely. And it it's and it's it's easy to do. I mean, all you need is a laptop and a, and a microphone, basically. Exactly. <laughs> just gotta start doing. So, it. Yeah, definitely. So what it, what have been like your, you know, your biggest inspirations to start your start your own little thing, man? I don't know. I, I think my big, I guess my main inspirations are kind of like yours. I mean, I, I've looked at some other folks that have done this and I'm like, man, I, it's not that difficult. Uh, it's, it's just me taking the time to do it. I mean, I, I already, I do like, large scale speaking. I have audiences of, you know, 50 to a hundred people that I speak to weekly, uh, in front of, or over the phone or, and so it's, it's something that I'm, I'm used to doing. Uh, right. And, you, and you're really good at it, by oh, the way. Thank you. And so it's something I'm just trying to, I guess, realign some skills that I already have. And I'm like, I, I know how to do this. Uh, it's just formatting it and finding, finding a, a a message that I, I think people will connect with. Yeah, and definitely. And uh, that's, that's really cool. Um, I guess, uh, do you, um, well, not, I guess is it, is it hard for you to, no, it's not hard for you to speak. I don't know why I was even going to want to ask you that you can, you can speak to just about anybody. <laughs> you, you got, you got the skills, man. Um, is it, is there, is there ever a time for you, I guess, when you're, you know, with the, the planning stages that you just kind of like, eh, I'm I'm not really, not really focused on it. I'll, I'll worry about it later. Well, I think I mean, that the the worrying about it later really comes into play when I've got my 
responsibilities and I guess in life uh, with work or and those variables that can get in the way of that process. So just like anything else in, in my life, what I have to do is schedule it and put it on my calendar and then I'll do it. Uh, so that's, that's been part of the process is setting aside time each day, each week so that I can work on that development and getting that concept put together. Uh, cause if you don't write it down, very seldom will it happen. Uh, and, I think that goes the same for a lot of folks. Right. Yeah. I, I think writing it down, recording yourself, talking, whatever, any type of way to kind of get your, get the message across is going to be the, is going to be the best or, you know, to plan your, to plan everything is going to, is going to be the way to go. And you can't just let it slide, I guess, or for, I mean, dismiss it. Oh, no, exactly. And, you know, you can, and I think we, touched on this earlier is i mean you could talk about doing something all day but i mean really when it comes down to it nobody cares about what you didn't do uh you know you're like oh, i was gonna do that once well doesn't matter you didn't do it so right if if you don't if you don't get out there you don't do it so how's your so how's your how's your golf game man you know honestly i've i haven't i've i don't think i've actually played this year at all um oh, so far wow. I, i've i've just been really occupied with uh, a lot of stuff professionally. And so I, I just haven't dedicated a lot of time to it. I've invested time and into some, some other, other hobbies, I guess you'd say, and, and learning mm-hmm. things with, uh, with, with my filming and, and photography. So just trying to take some. Yeah. Oh yeah. So there. yeah. Yeah. You, you take some really good pictures, man. <laughs> Thanks. That's just one of those talents that I, you know, I had to, I guess, find out again that I had. And and what what kind of camera do you use? Uh, I have a Canon 70D. Nice. So, good camera. Um, you know, it gets the job done. It can, it's really versatile. I can do video and photography with it, and uh, so that's good. I like it. Okay, so are you you're doing you're doing the video you're doing the video stuff with the the Canon mm-hmm. the that right yeah, now? Yeah, I shoot um, all the video I do. I do primarily on my Canon, but I also utilize my iPhone uh, a lot. I have a 6S Plus, and I mean, yeah. I, I could use that for everything if I really wanted to. Yeah, and and uh, of course, it's 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 pretty amazing, right? Because, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i an iPhone user, too, and there's so many things you can do with the, with the iPhone now than you can, than you have been able to do before. It's just pretty awesome. I mean, you can... You can do your video recording right from there, and you can. I mean, GarageBand is on there, although I've never been able to use it on there. I mean, I've never tried. I kind of had some. I mean, had some had some issues with it, so I kind of stopped. <laughs> so I'm just thinking, okay, I'll, I'll just stick to the stick to what I'm doing. I don't need to do anything different. Well, and I guess. I've got this one app on my uh, my phone. It's called Filmic Pro, and mm-hmm. it actually opens up all of the different camera settings that you can like for video wise, I mean, you can control the ISO, you can control, uh, the aperture there, there's all, all these different functions that you can control, um, yeah. that aren't stock, uh, aren't native to the stock uh, camera app. So it really opens up the potential for using the, that camera to a larger level. So I can get things that are really reminiscent of my DSLR when I'm doing video. Um, but of course, I I rely on my DSLR a lot uh, for that, but I prefer doing time lapses on my iPhone just because it's dummy proof. You just click the button and go, as opposed to having to do a lot of editing on the back end. So that's that's one of the big advantages of the iPhone. Nice, yeah. And uh, um, so when when do you think the 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 time frame is or the timetable is when you actually uh, where this is uh, where your project becomes uh, running running and gunning? Yeah, that's that's a that's a great question. Um, I, I really, I guess I just have to find and lock down my first uh, guest and then record it. Uh, and that's, that's something that I, I have not set a date on yet, but you know, I, I mean, in all honesty, I think it's something that I could have done in the next month and posted. And so, you know, I'll, I will give myself that challenge to have something posted in the next month um a episode one if you will yes yes 
and I'm pretty sure you're going to be all over all over the Twitter on that and your Instagram to make sure we get the get some trailers or sneak peeks at it. Yeah, definitely. No, it's I'm a big fan of social media. I use it a lot, and uh, yeah, I'm real real big on connecting with the audience. I think that's a even if my audience is just you know random people, uh, it's it's good to have, and I've I've got a you know a little bit of a following. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I mean, it's gonna it's it's if you uh, i hate to coin the phrase from field of dreams but if if you build it they will come <laughs> now absolutely and, and the cool thing and, and i'm sure as you know and anybody in the audience knows i mean the, the more the more folks that you get um to follow it just seems like the growth rate uh, just grows exponentially um the first few the first hundred the first thousand are hard but then after that they it you know the more exposure you get, the more people will come. It's it's a very interesting process. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. And 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 uh, I'm, I know you're going to be successful at it. You're successful at everything you do, and um, it's gonna it's definitely going to take off, man. So, um, yeah, I mean, just kind of wrapping up. I you know, um, is there anything you want to mention out there? That's like your your social media. If you want people to follow you, check you out, so that way they can kind of. When the when the time launches, they know where to go. Yeah, um, my my Twitter uh, handle is uh, at Crash Imports. I was a little I have a little wine importing license that uh, I've just played with, and that's just the the company name. It's nothing it's I've ever really done anything with, but uh, yeah, I adopted it as my Twitter handle. So it's uh, just Crash Imports, all one word, and nice. I post motivational things, ideas, thoughts. Um, my Snapchat, which is uh, one of my new favorite things, well, it has been for a while, uh, but my handle there is Clayton J. Rod, uh, C-L-A-Y-T-O-N-J-R-O-D. Um, I have a lot of fun on there. Uh, it's, it's just great to be able to, to see things live, um, and you know, people do fun stuff on there. I enjoy it. Yeah. You know, I need to use uh, my Snapchat more. I don't use it enough, uh, but it's it's phenomenal. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And one place I, I I post different pictures and things I do is uh, on Instagram, uh, and that's at Clayton underscore Rodriguez. Uh, it's nice. It's a lot of fun and right. uh, able to really you know highlight some great stuff there. Awesome. Yeah. So check it out, folks. The next big thing is is coming, and I'm glad I got to talk to him before he before he became super and <laughs> awesome and he's not, he's going to forget about me. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, Hey, Hey Clayton, I, I really appreciate your time. I, thanks for talking with me and you know, uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, and I hope that we can talk again and we'll probably have a lot of fun doing that. So yeah, man, no, it's been, a, it's been a, a good time. Uh, Royal. I mean, I, I enjoyed you know, spending, you know, the last hour with you and, and just talking about, little anything and everything i definitely you know wish you the best of luck continued on your podcast and uh Thanks, i know you're gonna keep on keep on growing it yes sir thank you thank you very much man i appreciate absolutely. that absolutely all right thank you so much clayton for being on the podcast had a great time talking with you um every time i talk with you it's always a a good laughable conversation often serious but we get our point across and and it, it turns out to be always a good time so uh folks hope you enjoyed the conversation um again rate review subscribe on itunes and acast special thanks to will taylor from and Fun, the band fun on noir for providing the music also want to say thank you to all of you who have been subscribing and who have been supporting the podcast because without you guys, I couldn't do it. I mean, I, I, I say that all the time, but, you know, it, it's it's a lot of work and it's very motivating to hear the feedback when I get it. And uh, shout out to the Potter family and to everybody out there. Um, it, it's it's just been a bit, it's been fun. It's been very, uh, cre- I can't say creative enough, but it's been very, very creative. And it kind of almost echoes what we've been talking about. And if you guys want to do something out there, go for it. Try it. It's a lot of fun having to try you know not having to but being able to do different things and um you know um yeah that's that's all i really wanted to talk about um 
hope you all have a great weekend. Um, looking forward to my weekend. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if you guys saw this just to kind of wrap things up and then I'll plug social media, but, uh, the new Ghostbusters trailer, I'm sorry. You know, it's, uh, no, 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 I'm not excited about that. It just, I was, ex- I gave it a chance, you know, and I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. And it's just looking like a, a rehash or remake of the first one. And, uh, Nick from Epic film, film guys will probably be shaking his head when he hears this. And, by the way, that is next week's guest. So if you guys like hearing conversations about movies and a podcast about it, check out Epic Film Guys. Uh, one of the co-hosts, Nick, will actually be on the podcast next week. So we have a really good conversation. It's entertaining, and uh, I'm looking forward to dropping it. So you've been listening to the world of Roe. I am Roe, and you're not. Oh wait, 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 wait. hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Forgot the social media. Hey, um. Check me out on Instagram and Twitter at Rowell Jr. Follow, give me a like, give me a thumbs up on something or whatever on Facebook. Like not Facebook. Um, you know, like, retweet, and uh, you know, share on, on Instagram. That's what it is. All right, now that we're done here, you've been listening to the World of Row, and I'm Row, and you're not. And we will catch you on the flip side.